0: did you know that john wilkes booth might have survived 30 years after assassinating abraham lincoln
1: welcome back to conspiracies unraveled where we crack some of the toughest mysteries of all time hi i'm wyatt i'm simon
2: i'm lizzie
3: and i'm abby
0: Today we're going to be going over John Wilkes Booth and D.B. Cooper, two of the most mischievous men in American history. They both were able to escape the police without leaving a trace. If you guys didn't know, John Wilkes Booth assassinated Abraham Lincoln on April 15, 1865, during a play at a theater.
3: According to the government, John Wilkes Booth was supposedly killed on Garrett's farm, but some speculate that he may have lived for 30 or more years after that.
0: Do you guys think John Wilkes Booth was actually caught at Garrett's farm that night? If so,
1: why? That's a good question, Wyatt. Personally, I don't think John Wilkes Booth was killed that night. Many witnesses say that the body looked nothing like him. While John Wilkes Booth had jet black hair, the body supposedly had orange.
2: Yeah, Simon, I agree with that, and I'd like to add on. There's been rumors that the government put a setup in the barn to calm the nation down, And the man, supposedly, who was in the barn was actually James Boyd. James Boyd was said to be a spy for the Union in the Civil War.
0: Where did John Wilkes Booth go after he assassinated Lincoln? Do you think he headed deeper into the South? And who helped him?
3: Well, there are multiple different, like, stories of where he could have gone. A lot of them being, like, towards and in Garrett's farm. But I do think he did... head deeper south. And with Garrett's farm, I don't think he was long enough there for him to be shot and killed because he and David Harold, who he was with, they were riding on horseback trying to escape from getting caught. So I don't think that they would have been at um, Garrett's farm long enough to be shot. So I do think he did escape and I think that David Harold helped him escape because he was on horseback with him. And I also think he covered it for him when that person who was in the farm got shot because even he said, I don't know who that is. So I think he may have helped him with his escape.
1: I think John Wilkes Booth headed even deeper into the South. He probably seeked some help from some Confederacy supporters. He might have fled the country or maybe he laid low in a rural part of the South. They viewed John Wilkes Booth as a hero because they despised Lincoln in every way possible. To them, Lincoln was a thief and a liar. He stole their property from them and almost bankrupted them.
0: I agree with Simon and Abby. I think it was smart for John Wilkes Booth to go down South because it was safer for him and he could find a place to hide. The people down there viewed John Wilkes Booth as a hero because he assassinated the man that took a lot of stuff from the South, such as their property and their businesses. I think the people that helped him were the people that lost something to Abraham Lincoln.
2: Yes, those are all valid points, but I disagree because after Booth shot the president, he jumped on a balcony and sprained his ankle, which may have made it hard for him to travel.
0: Do you think it was possible for John Wilkes Booth to survive 30 plus years after killing Lincoln? Did he stay in one place or did he keep moving to avoid suspicion?
1: I think it's very probable that John Wilkes Booth would have survived 30 years after. Considering how the government might have staged his assassination, I think he might have survived. Many members of his family have stated that he did survive 30 years, but it might be likely that he didn't. Although the government covered it up, I don't think they would stop looking for him after that and just say, okay, we're done. I think they would continue to pursue him, even if they staged his death. They just wouldn't publicly admit that they had caught him after they said they did.
0: So before we move on to D.B. Cooper and what he's done, we just want to give a quick thank you to the History Decoded team and the book that they've put together for us to be able to make this podcast. They go over many conspiracies over the last years and what's happened and who they happened with, such as Abe Lincoln and John Wilkes Booth and D.B. Cooper. We want to announce our next episode will be about UFOs, also in the conspiracy about them, also from the book History Decoded. Um, And we just want to say keep following us and keeping up with their content because there will be future fire episodes
3: for our next segment we will be discussing db cooper our second man to fool america db cooper was just an ordinary man who went on a plane with a list of demands when in a flight he takes action with that list of demands demanding two hundred thousand dollars in a parachute to escape with the only thing is no one knows who db cooper is he escaped with the money and was never heard from again, leaving people to wonder, who is D.B. Cooper? What are your guys' prior knowledge about D.B. Cooper? What do you think he did with all that money?
0: Personally, with D.B. Cooper, I think he either spent the money or hid the money. There isn't really that much he could do if he spent it because he can't put it in a bank account because that would be too suspicious. And hiding the money would mean he could save it for future generations. If he ever did get busted, he could come out of jail and have the money or save it for children or future generations of his family. If he spent the money, he'd have to pay with everything with cash, and paperwork for cash properties is a nightmare. So I think that would draw a lot of attention,
1: which is not what he wanted at the time. For me, I think what DB Cooper did with all that money was keep it in a safe place or maybe he used it in a different state besides America. According to the government, none of the money D.B. Cooper stole was ever used or documented. That might mean that he used it on maybe, let's say, the black market or something like that. Or he might have exchanged the money for a different kind of currency. Um, It could also be that he's he or his, his descendants still has the money today and are just waiting to use it at the right time.
2: With the money D.B. Cooper got from the pilots of the plane that he hijacked, what he could have done with the, all that money is he could have used that to keep his identity, identity safe by like um, getting different materials in order to hide himself, like, also, he could have bought that house, his hideaway house with the little, like, hiding spot. He um, could have bought that with all the money. There's really a lot of possibilities that he could have done with it. But that's kind of my theory of what he did. Because he, if he didn't stay extra safe or be extra precautious, then he would have been thrown in
3: jail. With all that being said, he jumped out of a plane with $200,000 on hand. Some people think he may have died. What do you think?
0: Personally, I think D.B. Cooper did survive the jump. I think this is the main reason that this conspiracy has been put away, because so many people believed he died after the jump that they just decide not to look into it anymore. If he managed to survive this jump, he managed to fool everybody and get away with the cash, and I think that was his main intent, was to fool everybody by making them think he, he died after the jump.
2: Yes, D.B. Cooper definitely survived the jump, or at least that's what I think, because he had all the right equipment needed in order to survive that jump, Um, and there's also so much evidence um, that Kenny actually is D.B. Cooper, um, just obviously with a name switch, because there's just, just everything adds up, and there's too much evidence to think that they're not the same person. So, yeah, I think he definitely survived the jump. I do think D.B.
1: Cooper did survive the jump, or at least I think it's very probable that he did. On the day he did the jump, it was very rainy, and he was going 300 miles per hour on the plane, but divers said that this is easily possible to survive, although Digging in deeper into the case, we found that a kid found almost $5,000 worth of money in a river by D.B. Cooper's drop zone. Now, this could either mean D.B. Cooper had to let the money go because it flew out of um his uh, duffel bag, but it could also mean that he did not survive the jump and all the money went spilling out. There is no for sure way to know, but... I think he did survive.
3: During this investigation, the FBI did have some strong evidence pointing to one person being the culprit, Kenneth Christensen, but they weren't able to close the case saying it was him. Do you think D.B. Cooper and Kenneth are the same person? If so, why or why not?
2: Like I've already said, um, and all these like other following up questions. Like I, if you couldn't tell, I do think Kenneth Christian and Deeb Huber are the exact same people, because again, there's just too much evidence to support the fact that they're the same person for it not for them not to be the same. Like, um, for example, they got the evidence so strict all the way down to the number of the bills that they had, and they were the same and. Um, the bills were literally, like, hidden in the woods behind his house. So, yeah, Kenneth Christian is, I think, definitely D.B. Cooper.
1: I think it's very likely that Kenny Christensen was also D.B. Cooper. For example, there was a picture hidden in the back of one of Kenny's walls that was, that showed Kenny holding a briefcase and a bag full of what we think is money. Now, the most interesting fact is that the briefcase was also the briefcase used during the rob robbery. Um, And on Kenny's deathbed, he told his brother Lyle, there was something I should tell you, but I cannot. This points even further that Kenny might have been D.B. Cooper.